0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Mazadonsky. And, I and I- again. I need to get my name right, Michelle. Oh yeah, you need to say your <laughs> name correctly. Get you on know, the last one. Hello, friends. I am Lauren Marks.
1: <laughs> Woo, Married Lauren, and I am your co-host, Michelle Moss. And we are here to share some pearls of wisdom and some thought-provoking ideas. And so, of course, it's Monday morning and Lauren and I have already been talking for a half an hour, 40 minutes. And are ready to save the world. I mean, we had some deep conversations in 40 minutes, didn't we? Yeah, that was pretty deep. (laughs) So I wanted to bring up a topic today that I come across in counseling a lot, but then honestly, this has been something that's been percolating with me in my own life recently. And that topic is a ginormous topic because it can go 50 million directions. And the topic is forgiveness. And this isn't an easy topic for a lot of us. Um, but it's it's definitely a topic to think about and work on because if we don't incorporate forgiveness for ourselves, for others, we can get sick, we can get heart disease, we can have high blood pressure, we can have cognitive decline. I mean, these are all things because we're holding on to some pain and we need to let go. How does that resonate with you?
0: Yeah, I think if we don't, Work through what we're about to talk about. Um, it can just hold you back from your own growth from creating stronger
1: relationships, too. You know, we always go, you know, when we talk about forgiveness, and, and many, many people have, have heard this, but you know, we're going to say forgiveness is the ability to consciously let go of all feelings of anger, resentment, or other negative feelings or thoughts towards the person who has wronged us. So, you know, forgiveness is letting go and moving forward, but it's not, and this is the important part, not for them necessarily. This is for us. I think um, people miss that spot. Yes, this is for us because it releases us from the pain. It lets go of them. Whatever that wrong was that they did, if we don't let go, then they're continuing to hurt us over and over and over because we're allowing it. So, and I have to say that this has really been, brought to my mind recently. And, and this is a very honest, you know, report I'm giving here that I have had some conflict with Jonathan's family over the years, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of rejection. Um, but even with his brother who was married to somebody who I love as well, and they've divorced And I've jokingly said this, but it's true. I've John and I are Switzerland when it comes to Joel and his new girlfriend, whom we love, and Ellie and her new boyfriend, whom we we love. And we love both of them, the couples, and we're spending time. But forgiving his brother after years and years of just having this narrative about things about him, you know, and letting go of that and, and trying to understand maybe not excusing behavior, but understanding the whys, kind of that explanation and and also something you had mentioned before we started talking was and having healthy boundaries with people you know keeping the line there that I'm not I'm, I I want to be vulnerable I want to be open but I also feel like there has to be healthy boundaries, right
0: Oh yeah that's one of probably the biggest things I work on in, in coaching um but something that made me think of when you went there so I want your take on this um if we had the hard conversations, when maybe like the first thing happens that kind of starts building that resentment um do you think that if we had it sooner that we wouldn't feel as bad or maybe it wouldn't um escalate what do you think about that
1: i think that is is really a great a great thought if both people are open to having the hard conversation the problem is you know and that's this is that piece where we also need to, if we've wronged someone, it's okay to say, I'm sorry. That's, that's the piece that a lot of times, if we can both be taking responsibility for our own crap and our own hurtfulness, because, you know, I can say all these people that have hurt me in my life recently, I've had some friends say some hurtful things or, or do some hurtful things, but I've done hurtful things to people. I have to own what I've done as well. And I have to make sure if that is brought to my attention, instead of getting defensive, that I can under, be understanding and have compassion and show love and say, you know what? I'm sorry I hurt you, or I'm sorry that this happened. So when we go back to what you just asked, the hard topics, the hard questions, the hard discussions need to be had. But if both people aren't in the same evolved place, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. You're going to get defensive, oh, yeah. you're going to get anger,
0: you're going to get frustration. And that's where the piece of like you saying the boundaries comes in, because if they're not in a more evolved place, um, if you can't totally have that conversation, then that's where you reevaluate the relationship and what boundaries come into place, how much, you know, proximity do you have to that person. And that's where you can forgive, like you said, in the very beginning, so you can feel better and not have all those negative feelings on your own health and wellness, and then just have the boundary in place and know where
1: that person stands in your life. If they're in it at all, right? And so when we rewind and we say what the question was that you asked, well, do you think if we had those hard conversations in the moment, I could ask you that if you and, and your ex husband had those hard conversations in the moment, it might have been a different outcome, or maybe not. Maybe neither of you were evolved or ready or had the skill sets to understand and and communicate those things, right? Yeah.
0: Well, that was the place that I figured out for myself where I went wrong in evaluating that relationship to move forward was I had a very hard time having those conversations because of my own insecurities, wanting to people please, wanting to not be wrong, like all of those kind of negative emotions that came up for myself of why I wasn't willing to have the hard conversations to where
1: I do think so much snowballed. And I think that's another big piece that you just mentioned. No one wants to be wrong. We get so tucked into this pride place of, I don't Mm want to be wrong, or, you know, I got to argue it. And even if we know we're wrong, we don't want to admit we're wrong. So then we're going to argue this case and it becomes something bigger. And, you know, that brings me to another, you know, this is why this topic has been on my heart. I met with a friend who used to be married to my husband's father for I haven't talked to her in 20 years. And, you know, we both had a lot of pain that Mm -hmm. had occurred because she was married to a very unhealthy person, which bled into all the other relationships. Right. And so our relationship was um, disconnected and we were friends. We had been friends for a long time, but we hadn't seen each other. And we met and sat and talked for three hours. And it was like, I cried and, and we laughed and I left there feeling like the weight of the world had been taken off my shoulders. And I hadn't really even thought that much about her here and there, but that still was, it's like carrying a bag of boulders uphill when you're carrying around pain and hurt and 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 not letting go and not forgiving. And not that she even had much to forgive. I, ha- I mean, I didn't have to forgive her. It's not like I had a lot to forgive her for, but she kept apologizing. And she said, Michelle, I'm so sorry that I didn't reach out sooner and that we didn't that I didn't continue this relationship. And she said to me, it's because there was so much pain involved mm. that the reminder, not that I did maybe, and I'm sure I did. I, I'm sure I hurt her at times because there were so many battles going on, but it was more about us reminding her of the bad situation she had been in. So it was like, I, I walked out of that restaurant. I felt like I was almost like on air, just sort of floating if that makes sense. Yeah. And so John's family has a lot of trauma. I mean, intergenerational, just trauma a lot. And to have two different people in John's history that are family, that that to put that to bed and, and to be able to have that forgiveness and I asking their for forgiveness and saying, you know, this is what we want. We want a healthy relationship. What does that look like? And it goes back to bitterness is not good for your health. Forgiveness is so good for your health and for your mindset and for your well-being. And I so- love
0: that you asked what you want it to look like. Cause so much can happen in the past. And it's like, okay, how do we not keep carrying that with us if we don't have to, right? Right. Who and I think, how do we want
1: to move forward? And when you say those expectations, and you know, I don't know if Joel will listen to this or not, but um, you know, I've said to him. And his girlfriend, who I really like too, is that if we want a relationship, it's reciprocal. You know, you reach out to us, we reach out to you, we make plans. It's not one-sided where it's just the one person always reaching out, which was part of our problem. And that's a healthy boundary, right? Mm-hmm. And and they've been really good about that. They want. It makes us feel like they want to be with us as much as we want to be with them, right? It's not one-sided. It's yeah, so that's important. important. Yes. So I guess I, I just kind of wanted to go through a little bit about forgiving because forgiving is about healing ourselves, not healing Mm -hmm. them. And forgiveness gives us freedom. Didn't I just say I walked out of that and I didn't even know there had to be forgiveness going on. I didn't even think about that, but walking out of that restaurant, feeling like I was floating. So how to, how to move through and, and forgive, you know, I just kind of want to outline this a little bit. And you can you know, give me your input. But the first thing we have to do is acknowledge the hurt. Talk about, understand that this is painful. This caused me pain. I have to let go of it, but I have to understand what it is. Like, I didn't even realize I needed forgiveness in that relationship with Carolyn. But understanding that helped us move through it together. So acknowledging the hurt. And I think you've done that extensively with your own self-help. Help work about your former marriage that you had to understand, okay, here was the hurt. This was the hurt. What part did I participate? How could I have done things differently? Cause you're a people pleaser and we know that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I cause if I didn't forgive. I would have stayed bitter forever. Right. And you cut- it wasn't about him. It was for me. It was for me to move forward. It was for me to come to, like, look at our co-parenting more like with compassion and just you know, how do we best co-parent together? Because if I, I would never be able to do that if I was constantly bitter. Cause that's when you see parents using their kids as like pawns against each other. It is not a game, right? It is to help our children become, you know, like good humans out in the world, but we couldn't do that if we were constantly creating
1: friction against each other. Right. And that's huge to recognize for sure. Um, the second piece is reminding yourself, and we've said this over and over and over again, already you're doing it for you. This is like forgiveness, the journey to forgiveness is filled with a road of resentment. You know, there's hurt, there's pain, there's resentment and reminding ourselves I'm doing this to free myself of that because what you just said about you and your ex in the relationship. And if you would have held on to that, and not let go, you would have been bitter. You could have brought that and had another relationship just like that over and over and over and over again
0: mm-hmm. because
1: you didn't heal. So there's this raw wound. So again, doing this for ourselves, um, This is something interesting because one of the the third thing is making a physical list of why you're forgiving. We like lists. We journal, we like lists. So understanding why am I forgiving for my own freedom, for my own joy, for my own health, my own mental health, my own physical health, writing that list down. So we can see it in black and white. You know, we're creatures that need to see things. I love that. I think it's a great um, exercise. Yeah. And it's what you do. You're constantly reinforcing how journaling helps. This is a form of journaling, making a list. Um, reconciling with yourself is another one. Forgiveness starts with forgiving ourselves. You know, that's another piece of that. that. Yeah. Carrying around the pain of something we did and we're not the same person. Like John and I have financial things that were going on right now that it's from our past that we have you know, repercussions from old stuff that happened before, but guess what? That's not who we are now. Yeah. to Forgive ourselves.
0: Yeah. That's what we talked about earlier. I think it's so important to forgive ourselves because if not, we
1: make those mistakes part of our identity. For sure. That can become, and if we, if we become the victim mentality too, that leads us down a path of, it's everybody's doing things to me, and it's the world's hard place, and everything's bad. When it's not, we just have to move through that. When but- even how do you change that like thought
0: patterns so you don't keep saying it? Like I, you know, I do joke that like I say I'm a recovering people pleaser, but now instead of always identifying with that from my past, how do I change that into someone that maybe like I create boundaries to show myself love? You know right. what I mean? Like changing those thoughts. Yeah. and also forgive. Like when I used to in dating world, like let men treat me like a doormat. Like, no, I don't do that anymore. Now I have very firm boundaries and I stand up for myself and I'm willing to be
1: alone to fulfill them. So I think, I think I love, I love that. And I think we go back to, we make a list of why we're forgiving. And then we make a list of positive affirmations and we re- you know, remember those things and look them over and re relook them over. Um, the next one is as far as moving to forgiveness is switching blame to understanding. And I use the term, I always say, I'm not excusing the behavior, but I'm explaining the behavior. So we're not going to blame. We're going to, we're going to look for the whys. You know, that's what counselors do. That's what coaches do. We look for the whys. So maybe why did this person do this thing? What motivated them to do that? Again, I'm not excusing their behavior. It was a poor choice. It hurt, but yeah. we can understand and have compassion
0: yeah. I think what helped me with that in, in, in different ways of just remembering that hurt people, hurt people. And like you said, you don't, you don't have to, you're not totally excusing it, but you're just giving that as like, that was a big like quote that helped me to kind of not take everything
1: so personal too. And, you know, this is, a, I just want to add this on because I talked about this with clients too. Not only do hurt people, hurt people, but hurt people attract hurt yeah. people. So you're in a spiral of negativity and it's, and you're redoing the same patterns over and over again. And as you get healthier, and I tell my clients is as you get healthier and move through towards positive growth, you can start seeing the unhealthy behaviors and patterns as you are letting go of that. It's so incredible to notice as you get healthier. It yes. really is noticeable. Okay. Next one. And this is a big one. Find support. You know, we're not going to, whether it's a therapist, a coach, your best friend um, that you trust, that's not going to put stuff on blast, your spouse, your significant other um, sharing, but not making it be a bitch session about all the stuff that keeps you in that negative space, but just saying, Hey, I'm trying to let go of this. This is, this is what's going on. I'm making this decision to forgive. Can you support me in that? Which is different than a complete going through that same thing where we're doing it all over again. Right. And then, then the, last, the final one, which is my mantra, choosing kindness over being right, right? The pride mm-hmm. thing, I gotta be right. I don't wanna give in, I even if we know we're wrong, but we're gonna keep saying this, letting kindness win, letting kindness in. I'm choosing to let go of this because it's the kindest thing to do, not only for the other person or for the situation, but for myself, right? That's sometimes yeah. the only way to gain peace. In- I think
0: what, for me, when, um, being right played a bigger part was when, um, when I was feeling more insecure, like that past self of now just knowing, okay, I'm a human. It's not about being perfect. So I think I feel more confident in owning my shit and my humanness of yeah, yeah making mistakes and let's just move through it. Yeah.
1: And again, I just want to reiterate, if we don't, if we don't let go of past and pain and we forget we can't forgive we can have that same past pain cloud our current relationships we talk about all the time we can have that past pain and if we don't forgive it causes current stress because we keep reliving it and if we don't forgive and move past it and let go of of what's that pain was we can have health issues and Those are really important reasons. When we look at reasons to forgive, those are three right there. We don't want to redo the same patterns. We don't want to have that stress in our life. And we don't want to have physical or mental health issues. When we made our list of why am I forgiving? Those are three big ones right there Mm -hmm. to make sure we're including. And, you know, I I just love the, the statement from this article is bitterness is bad for your health. I just... I think that's important to recognize it's, it's good to let go. It's good to move forward. It's good to, it's almost like taking something like a dirty laundry and washing it and coming out. And after forgiveness, it's clean, it's fresh, it's, it's pure. It smells good. It feels good. Right? Yes. And I'm only saying, this is not just me preaching about it. This is me living it in the moment. Um, Letting go of things feels good. Anything else you want to add on that? No, I think
0: that was really good. Just acknowledging for yourself, who else you want to forgive. And that will just also have so much more love in your heart when you don't hold on to the bitterness that that was a big one for me.
1: Well, and I'm going to just one more thing that we didn't share today on this podcast, but we talked about it before it is that, you know, the world is a rough, can be a difficult, scary, hard place. And if we all just showed a little bit more love and compassion, every single one of us own our part to do good by being loving and caring and compassionate, we can make a difference one person at a time, one kindness act at a time, one act of forgiveness at a time. And we have to own that people say, what can I do? The world's crazy. We can do something. We can do good one act at a time. So I hope our listeners take that and resonate with it. All right. So today say, well, yes to forgiveness.